0: This is Carrie Gephardt, and you're listening to Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for reformed theology and practice. What we do here is go back, 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 back. For it was the entirely free plan and very gracious will and intention of God the Father that the enlivening and saving effectiveness of his son's costly death. Should work itself out in all his chosen ones, in order that he might grant justifying faith to them only, and thereby lead them without fail to salvation. Chapter 2, Article 8 of the Canons of Dort. Welcome back to another episode of Five for Fruit. I know it's been a while, but I'm back. I'm back, guys. In the meantime, I hope you've been enjoying the new content uh, uh, on the Society of Reformed Podcasters. We've just added another show called According to Christ. It's very high-quality content, uh, wonderful discussions that those guys have, so give them a listen. But as we're wrapping up this Covenant Theology series, uh, next week I'm going to drop that special edition episode that I recorded with Dr. Venema uh, about his book, the, uh, about his book, Christ and Covenant. Um, but, but just to sum it all up, I thought it would be helpful if there was one episode where you could uh, listen to and hear about all three of the covenants. You can hear about the covenant of redemption, the covenant of works, and the covenant of grace, and, and how they move one from another, how they're connected, how they're uh, different, how they're similar. And and so that's what I thought I would do today. That way we, we see uh, the forest and the trees, so to speak. Uh, I started this um, this series with the Covenant of Redemption for a reason. The Covenant of Redemption describes the the uh, what occurred in eternity past. It describes a time in which the three persons of the Trinity uh, set out to do all that comes about in redemptive history. It it's, it describes what Chapter Two, Article Eight of the Canons of Dort calls the entirely free plan and very gracious will and intention of God the Father. That is God the. Father, before creation, said, I will save a people uh, through my son by the Holy Spirit, and uh, the, uh, the Son agreed to die on the cross for uh, the sins of this people. And the Holy Spirit agreed to apply the work of the Son to these people. And so what we see throughout all of Scripture, inspired Scripture, is the working out of the covenant of redemption. All the way from in the beginning, uh, God created to the end where we see in Revelation the people from every tribe, tongue, and nation praising uh, the Lord and the Lamb that was slain. Uh, but what 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 is necessary for the covenant of redemption to be a reality is the fact that there are sinful people. Um, and God knew that there would be sinful people because God ordained that the covenant of works would actually be broken. Um, and so in the garden, God gives Adam the covenant of works. And he says obey and you'll have life uh, disobey and you'll have death. And of course, we know Adam disobeys. Uh, the first Adam falls and sends all of humanity into the fall. And throughout all of the suffering that we see in the scriptures, the falling away, the idolatry, the sinfulness, the brokenness, uh, that's the result of the breaking of the covenant of works. But in all that, God is still gracious. God keeps his people, God remains and stays their God covenantally. Um, But then there still needs to be a resolution, and the resolution comes in the second Adam coming into this world through the incarnation, Jesus Christ, the God-man, comes and he perfectly keeps... And obeys all the principles of the covenant of works in the way that the first Adam could not. The first Adam broke the covenant of works. The second Adam, Christ, kept the covenant of works. And in all of his life, he was suffering for our sins. He was suffering for the consequences of our sins. And even to his death, he was suffering for the consequences of our sins. And on the cross, he, he suffered all the punishment that we deserve because of our breaking of the covenant of works. So that we can have all the benefits of the covenant of grace found in christ that's covenant theology in a nutshell until next time may you bear much fruit to the glory of god five for fruit is a proud member of the society of reformed podcasters Check out more members of the society at reformedpodcasts.com. Subscribe, rate, and review Five for Fruit on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And visit the website fiveforfruit.com to listen to past episodes and to read articles. Until next time, this is Five for Fruit, your five-minute fix for Reformed theology and practice.